0: Tell old Bill that he come home this morning Tell old Bill that he come home this evening Tell old Bill to come on home better Leave the downtown girls alone this morning, this evening, too soon Hello you guys it's gonna be a short one today because it's Saturday usually I don't even stream today cuz it's such a short lunch but uh, I figured I'd jump on anyway why not rare appearance on a Saturday scooby dip Dop skibbity-bop skibbity but skibbity bib bop um... Let's get, let's just get into it, shall we? Um. This is, uh. Ah, it's not even worth commenting on these people anymore. Forget it. Um. Oh, I just, um. I'm returning my fan, my like that old like Harmony Monterey that I got. It's like this old kind of gypsy hollowback hollow body archback, I mean, guitar. And I found this little guy. So, I'm going to I'm really excited to play this. It's kind of like a I don't know if it's considered a lap steel. It's um but it's for slide, but it you could also play just grungy sort of um <clears throat> old folk music. Um, This is a resonator guitar. So uh, I'm going to use my sort of recent gypsy, jazz, bluesy background that I've been practicing and apply it to a new sound. And uh, I'm very excited for this. And I'm going to trade in my that old guitar because uh, it's fun to swap out instruments. And There's nothing like getting a new instrument and just being like, Ooh, what does this do? Um, I actually have one of those like air pianos, like this tiny, it's not a piano actually. It's, um, it's this tiny little keyboard that you plug in and there's a fan that continually pulls air in like a harm, like a harpsichord. What are those things called? Things that Weird owl plays. Anyway, I'll uh, show you guys that a different time. Um, what do we want to talk about? Let's talk about... I want to talk about NFT really quick. Uh, not NFT is non-fungible tokens. And people who are even slightly familiar with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, it's slightly different. It uses similar technology, but a non-fungible... Um, Token is this a non fungible token is a unit of data stored on a blockchain, a digital on a digital ledger, which can represent a unique digital item like art. An NFT is a cryptographic token, but unlike cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and such other uh, utility tokens, NFTs are not mutually interchangeable, meaning you can't actually, you know, exchange them for other items or other currencies directly. They, their value is directly correlated to the, uh, the uniqueness of the item itself, the data itself. Um, of course, there are new platforms that are going to um, allow you to cha- uh, trade an NFT with another NFT, which is kind of contradictory to the term non-fun- non-fungible, but they'll keep that phrase because it's stuck. But I wanted to get into this because here's the important thing, and I've touched on it on a previous uh, stream. A digital ledger, okay, a unit of data stored on a blockchain, which can represent a unique digital item like art. Not art, not art, but like art. Now, what's a, what's, can you think of a unique digital item that can be stored on a blockchain? A a unique digital representation, a unique digital um, line of numbers in a row. Um, Let's go back to a couple streams and look at um, this headline that says, These DNA startups want to put all of you on a blockchain. Um, well, what does that mean? Put all of you on a blockchain. All of you, like all of you people, or all of you as in all of what makes up you on a blockchain. Let's, let's read this. This offer comes bundled with promises of security, anonymity, transparency, and money. Hooray! At the core of blockchain's immutable ledger. Once users have their genome sequenced, this is. these are companies that will sequence your entire genome for free. Once it's sequenced they can charge a fee in tokens to anyone who wants to access it. In the future those tokens can be redeemed for additional tests and products that will further. They want to take your DNA, your entire genome, right? And put it on a ledger in exchange for people accessing it for money. Uh, NFT is the pearly gates is the the uh, NFT is basically the the Trojan horse for NFT being biological, uh, bio data, DNA, genome, genomics, um, whatever else. I mean, you know, most of you know Bill Gates has already patented something that would essentially turn your body into the the rig machine that solves the problems that keeps the ledger afloat, Uh, whereas now it's just a machine that's like a computer, basically a a super uh, computer that uh, solves problems and algorithms uh, day and night, that's stored in your closet with a little fan on it. Well, if that machine just becomes the human and then the ledger is just the um, sequenced um, data, that that is stored inside a human but is represented digitally, then you have this um, seamless blockchain crypto system that's inextricably tied to our biology, which is the plan of these people. And they're very excited about it, and they're very excited, and most people who don't understand even crypto, let alone what this NFT is uh, um, in relation to art, and then one step further, obviously, which I'm pointing to today is how NFT is ultimately just the pathway, the yellow brick road to um, genomics, turn it you know sequencing your entire gene uh, sequence, and then what happens is um, you can you'll be able to part out part of your sequences, so the sequence itself as a whole, um, consider this once someone... Uh, some famous person, right? They extract, they they pay a company to um, sequence their entire genome, all of the numbers, all of the data uh, in their sequence or whatever, and then they put it on a ledger. Someone could actually bid and own Johnny Depp. I, I, I put my, put my um, my genome, my entire sequence, on on the ledger, and um. Someone bought it and then I bought it back. But then they bought it again. And it's like, you know, this is, um, this is Johnny Depp's sequence, you know? And it's like, um, I already sold my soul. Sold my soul and um, that's why I stay young. So young. Um, someone will buy these people's entire sequences as NFT. Uh, as a non-fungible token. an. Uh, an entire sequence of a individual strand of data um, I own Johnny Depp's NFT genome sequence. Now it's like why would you want that? Most of us are like what? Why don't Why? but I have I was, I'm just trying to grow tomatoes dude. Why do you why? Well why are people interested in making meat out of out of famous people's protein, uh, you know, synthetic meat out of famous people. So you can eat famous people. Why? Why is not a good question. Why is not the best place to start ever. I mean, even as we know this as parents, when the kid asks why, it's a why is a nonsensical question unless you're talking about spirituality. So it doesn't matter why. It's just because they can is a good enough answer. Why do anything? Because. Because people get excited about doing stuff just because it's possible without looking at the future ramifications or the precedent that it sets. And so this NFT stuff has always interested me, but I've always been overlapping with technology, transhumanism. Many of you know, before all of this, before I arrived at my current worldview, I was way into transhumanism, way into futurism, all of this stuff. I was talking with people about the... Uh, the the future of a human resource stock exchange where you gather continuously the data of people's behaviors and they trade their transparency and their privacy uh, in exchange for some form of payment ongoingly for the use of that data. And they just operate as... And I was all excited about this. Now it's a, it's a horror. It's a, a horrific idea because maybe in my lifetime in the smart cities you know i wouldn't say the entire you know world or anything cuz these things always run into hiccups and whatnot plus they don't uh none of these platforms really uh operate well with the with the with what regular ordinary humans per- pursue which is not all of this nonsense it's hugs laughter sharing a beer with someone it's very simple buying a shitty old um, resonator guitar to play. most of us are like me uh, but nonetheless the interest uh, even if it's 20% of people drive this stuff. all of the media drives this stuff. They know the future of genomics they know why using a pandemic is the platform to getting these new techs uh, tech up and running, new infrastructure, new, Economic infrastructure, new platforms for exchanging value that's not based in the material, that's based completely on a ledger. It gets everybody involved, and that's why NFT. If you look at like maybe the most famous creator, who's who's the proponent and the pioneer now, the uh, the ultimate famous artist who you don't really know, uh, Beeple Brop Brap Beeple Rap Brop. I don't know his name. He makes really dark, twisted, dystopian shit. Uh, very popular. Um, he's killing it in NFT. And Jim Bob, why don't you do NFT? You're going to make money. I don't want to make money off of NFT. I don't want... I don't want... I want to warn against that future and because I see it uh, as a clear uh, yellow brick road, a bait, you know, the stick, you know, holding the stick in front of the, the person, you know, with the candy or the carrot and they follow it. You know... This is all, when things happen like this and they, they occur really quickly and all of a sudden it's popular and the people are talking about it and there's a winner, you know, there's a big winner. Oh, look what he did. It's most likely uh, being used if not purposefully designed as a psyop. The thing is, you don't need a psyop to be uh, engineered from the beginning. You can actually use a trend and then use it as, uh, as an asset as a proxy for some other um, existing goal. And we know the existing goal is what I just said, the companies are investing in getting your genomics onto a ledger and turning your, your genomics and the accessing your, your body's data as your value, your payment. You think a mask is bad? You think wearing a mask to get into Walmart is something? How about you can't participate in, in an economy, in an exchange of value, uh, without uh, your genome being fully sequenced and on a ledger somewhere, it doesn't mean that you, they know who you are. Isn't that the perk? Oh, they, 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 Your entire genome, is, uh, you know, is, a, is an NFT, but at least they don't know who you are. No, it's not about knowing who you are. It's about what are the prerequisites for, part, for participation. The mask is just a training exercise. The mask is just, will people do things to participate? And then they skip the mask and they go to the V and they go, oh, will people do things to participate? The question is always, will people comply to participate? Which is why I, I always say my trope is compliance is the currency. It's always kind of the currency, but it's not as explicitly the currency in the past and even now, where we're going to is straight up one-to-one compliance equals your currency. Whereas now it's like, yeah, you comply with certain systems. You don't have to comply with all the systems. You can choose. There's like, there's still a free market to some extent. I mean, it's not absolutely free at all, but there are things, little things that pop up or you can, you can say no to one system and go choose another and that's the power of capitalism. Yeah. Um, that's kind of exists, but exists less and less. The more standardized systems become, the more uh, the more one or or a few entities run the the arbitrary guidelines for those systems. And as I said, when they turn, I'm just talking about digital. But if you want to talk talk physical in the future. The near future, this whole, uh, the whole great reset it 's all surrounding the the internet of things and how do you how does a company like Siemens or Toyota or Microsoft or Amazon get their hands on um, engineering and being the architect for an entire city and if the entire physical city is also a live smart object, then you are living in a platform in essentially a cell phone. Uh, So that's the future. The future is compliance as currency and cities as platform. So you're oh, this platform, and get kicked off the platform, and get kicked... This is all training. Kicked off the platform. I didn't comply, and get kicked off the platform. The platform. They're saying the platform over and over again. The future is the platform. The platform is life. Is all of... The services and supply chains and how you operate in life. So long as you're tied to this digital, smart, uh, ubiquitous, information-based uh, brain that they that they are going to uh, build, and it's inevitable because this is where communication technology um, and art and science and uh, economics. And and everything all merge into one thing. It's not singularity. Don't don't even get me started with that nonsense. It's it's just the inevitable when you pursue efficiency and uh, and progress in terms of capability. Capability does not give you what is good or what you ought to pursue. Capability is simply uh, the efficacy toward a goal that you declare, and so. If your goal is connectivity, quick-moving exchanges of imaginary goods and services, uh, um, massively-dominated, monopolized supply chains of goods and services, Amazon, Um, and then uh, one single network where everything exists on one single network, that's just centralizing everything, standardizing everything. And as we standardize everything... uh, the compl- there's a relationship between standardization and compliance. The more standardized systems are, the more arbitrary the compliance guidelines are. Uh, because if everything's standardized, someone will dominate that standardized system and they will, their own team of people, whoever, whatever's the dominant ideology, in this case, utilitarianism, Satanism, Luciferianism, materialism, is going to write the guidelines. This is why arguing with satanic elite technocrats about their values, you're Steven Crowder and you're whining about getting deplatformed or whatever, you're literally trying to negotiate with someone or a group of people who have fundamentally a completely different worldview than you. Their guidelines are arbitrary and given by their worldview. And so, what do you do? I mean, what's a, That's that's why, that's why calling it out isn't enough. You have to actually, if you don't like it, if you want to, if you want to run from it, you have to run towards something, not just away from something. Uh, and that's why, um, physical, the physical is good uh, alternative, uh, direct community-based trading, uh, building skills. There's no better time to uh, master a skill in the physical right now because as NFT and other things are pointing to, these virtual worlds, all the shows on TV are pointing toward these kind of like dome-like immersive worlds where you don't need things. You don't need to own anything physical because as the tech gets better, they will be able to manipulate um virtual reality and augmented reality to give you a near seamless, like real existence to reality that's not real, but near it and oh, enough, good enough, you know, good enough, you know, and we, we know this because uh, live streaming or FaceTiming is now for many good enough uh, in comparison to meeting in person. And so that's the logical follow. It's there's not even a value statement about it, like a moral claim. It's just that's just what is. And so if you want to branch away, the physical is gonna. This is what this is why I wanted to talk about NFT because people are really like Jim Bob, you're gonna do great in NFT, and I'm like I don't want to do great. That's not where I want my value to be. I want my value to be in the physical, and I will make the right move because as people value in this in this whirlwind of hype. Value the some immaterial, non existent art form that doesn't you can't hold. Uh, the value of what I do, even uh, a m- you know mediocrely painted meme on a canvas, will be more valuable to the people who value physical things. Uh, not to say materialism, but. They value the connection that a human had with an object that they they put their labor and time and love into something, and that'll get more valuable. But um, someone like me in art itself uh, might suffer in the near term as these these trends go deeper into the the ledger space into the world of NFT. With that said, I do and I will uh, release one or one to three. NFTs, but here's what I want to do. And I told you guys about this a little bit is that I want to like, for instance, one of my, uh, memes is, you know, what will the currency of the future be? And the girl says compliance. And it's a very popular one. I want to take that and put it in NFT as a warning, but not not only that, I want to take my thick lines, my crude, crappy outlines of my characters and, and and go into those lines and and embed uh, deeper uh, meaning and information about the future of NFT and where it leads to. Um, just as a fun Easter egg, um, because that's not that's just a that's just a leash. That's a leash toward something. It's just a leading a leading a uh, leading tool toward a different system. Uh, and I see that very clearly. And so I do have this, it's kind of, I wouldn't call it contradictory, but it's like, that's the way I would like to participate with that is that it's not the future of, of art. It's a quick, uh, marketing scheme. And, um, what I do is a, is kind of a form of trolling as it is. You know, I, I use my, my memes and comics to, Uh, highlight absurdities and whatnot and so it seems only um appropriate that i insert uh some of that into the that world so people can see it because i'm not just about running away you know it's really easy to get on the train and be like let's go away but it's like there's something to um Meeting with the lepers there is something to interacting with the the fallen and the the ones who reject truth um, There's something to that that is worth exploring and so There's something I'm called to about that and I don't know how uh, how to what extent to what magnitude uh, that is but That's kind of what I'm dealing with um that you can, you can participate. You're never separate from the beast. Um, and so the point is, you don't destroy or defeat the beast. You never do because the beast is just a physical uh, behavioral representation of the rejection of good and, and uh, the rejection of a creator. It's the ultimate uh, Adam and Eve story over and over and over and over again. And you're just saying, I'm God, we create... I worship the creation, we're awesome, we transcend. We, humans make it all happen, uh, which is absurd. And so, uh, because you can't fully uh, destroy evil or the beast or or material, uh, there is an opportunity to participate within the world but not of it. And that's kind of the fun, especially as a creator. If you're a musician, if you're a painter... If you're a meme maker, if you're a stand-up comedian, if you're anything, if you're doing anything that reflects uh the good in the world but also uh highlights uh the darkness, then you're you're still in that world. You can't you're not going to escape it. The whole point is not to escape. You can't because you can't escape. So, it's kind of like can you be just a, a, a dude with a bunch of flashlights in the darkness waving them in every direction. I think, he, And I think the answer is yes. What's your thoughts on Gnosticism and alchemy? Uh, it's all nonsense. It doesn't have a grounding foundation for what ultimate truth and good is. Uh, that's my main objection to all of it. Uh, again, I'm still actually... Reading um, the the um, I'm reading the Cult of the Black Cube, which is a rare book. Some of you know I posted that I've by chance found and uh, and I actually got a legitimate version of it. Um, and so I'm reading through that. A lot of it, it does overlap with uh, you know set saturnal gnosis gnosis um, and alchemy and some of the magic stuff. And there's some dark ritual shit in there, um, but. I'm kind of smirking the whole way through because they're they're starting from this 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 plane of thought that isn't justified that like you start from well, it's just you know, we're doing good. there's this is good, you know, you know, pursuing your things you want in your life is good or and uh, they don't have a basis. So I kind of read it uh, I'm not fully invested, but I'm invested enough where i I just look at that stuff like, well, what do you? Where are you starting from? And if you're starting from a place that assumes that truth exists and that uh, you're pursuing something, we ought to pursue, uh, Gnosticism or alchemy. Um, you just ask, what are the basis of that? And if you ask any of the guys uh, proponents of that stuff, they can't answer in a logical way. I mean, if you just look at like someone like James True. It's blatantly obvious that it's a rejection of logic and the necessity to ground uh foundational and truth claims in uh in an absolute. How do you have access to an absolute? Who is the absolute? Who is the higher mind? Well, the the luminaries is the higher mind. The pla- the luminaries, they're smiling down at you. You burn your flame and you alchemize your trauma. We leave our salt in the woods after a quick crank sesh. The ground accepts your salt and buries it. Your salt remembers your ancestors and we rise up with the earth in the soil and I ride a cornstalk into the night. Take a picture of my silhouette hanging on the cornstalk naked. I fisted a... I fisted an owl. take on Aquinas and Thomism. I haven't really fully went into that, but the to the extent that um, someone like Jade Dyer or David Patrick Harry have uh, kind of uh, um, analyzed and summarized that, um, to my knowledge, Thomism kind of introduced uh, sort of like naturalism, natural law in a way. It acted as a bridge toward the enlightenment thinking that you didn't need to really ground, you know, everything is, everything is told to you in nature and, you know, you don't, you know, yeah, God exists, but, uh, ultimately, you know, you can, you can ground this stuff in philosophy and in the natural world in cause and cause and effect and what, what's seen in nature. And so, um, I might be misrepresenting it, but if I understand it correctly, Thomism at its core is simply a uh, based on kind of like a, a naturalistic fallacy or what's commonly seen as the is-ought fallacy. I might be wrong. I'm totally fine being called out if that's incorrect. But based on the, what I've read and how I understand it, um, that's my conclusion. Um, if the conclusion is wrong, then I probably un- don't understand it. I've fisted a lump of coal I've a coal miner Safeway's giving free V's yeah the V's are hilarious I mean look at some of this stuff I mean come on, come on, come on Come on, come on, I mean, look at this, come on. Come on, you don't actually, come on, you don't actually believe that, do you? Uh, well, the for the people who've taken the V, at least you have six months of, of immunity. Isn't that cool, guys? Oh, I'm so happy, I just feel so happy and blessed I finally got it, you know, I'm so happy. Uh, what are you going to do in six months? What? Wait, what? Yeah, what are you gonna do in six months when they just keep doing this? What do you mean? I'm I'm free. I feel free, though. No, you feel played. You feel played. Come on! You don't actually believe that, do you? I mean, come on! Ugh. Oh. Anyway, I got to finish this cuz I only have a half hour. Come on. It's so worth it. I know it's hilarious. It's so worth it. Oh, you guys have no idea. It's not even a V. It's not even a real V. Um, I had one other funny take. I don't know where it is. Anyway, I got I to gotta run. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for the short stream. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you like what I do, buy uh, Savage Means Volume 3 at madebyjimbob.com or order a painting. Uh, I love doing paintings. I do 8x8 canvas, 14x14, and 2 feet by 2 feet, which is uh, the most fun. And so uh, if you're interested in any of that, that's a good way to support me. Otherwise, you can go to subscribe to STAR for those of you who do that. Thank you so much for supporting me, even though I never post on there. That really um, shows that uh, you like what I do in exchange for uh, me never doing anything on Subscribestar. It's just another platform that allows me to be uh, supported by you. So thank you. Uh, Other than that, have a good Saturday. I'll probably stream at some point tomorrow. Uh, I'm not sure when. I might give you a uh, a, uh, story reminder or not. I don't know. I don't know. I laid it.